0: Welcome to Outside In, an interview series with first windows and doors. I'm Alice Lyons, editor of Homestyle magazine, and today I'm catching up with architect Richard Beetson of Studio Pacific Architecture. Hi Richard, thanks for joining us today. Um, We're here to find out more about Studio Pacific's Matapo House in the seaside suburb of Eastbourne in Wellington. This project began as a conversation with a returning client of yours actually. Can you share what the intentions were for the build?
1: Um, well we had um, previously undertaken a, uh, a major house refurbishment with this particular client um, in Mount Victoria in Wellington about uh, 10 or 12 years ago and they uh, in their now in their retirement uh, were uh, wishing to return home to Eastbourne where they... Uh, spent a lot of their earlier life. They gave us a brief for a mid-century inspired contemporary pavilion house and while they retired they also required room for uh, visiting family uh, at regular intervals and also space for entertainment and retreat space.
0: Yeah, nice. You know, rather than being located right on the coast here in Eastbourne the home is sort of nestled into like a natural natural bowl in the landscape, can you tell us, you know, what other characteristics of the site you were working with?
1: So the the site is actually a double uh, site, so it has sort of double the size of the usual, the typical grain of the neighbourhood. Yeah, sure. Um, and we were left with, uh, the house sits within a, um, a natural bowl, as you say, it's surrounded by the topography of the eastern hills behind, which are covered in uh, vegetated and coastal forest, and uh, the hills provide a certain degree of um, protection from the the west of the Wellington wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, an existing house had been demolished on the site, so we were left with a site which was had two uh, contours, if you like, and the 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 house as built sits on the higher contour and there's a sunken garden to the west which is where a previous driveway and garage sat
0: yeah sure and you know being that sort of coastal environment there you know even though you are sort of protected by the hills in some sense you can kind of you, you still have that exposed coastal um, area there how does the house respond to this
1: well uh, primarily with the use of um, low maintenance and durable material and product selections a client had previously owned a home with um, quite generous and panoramic views in, over, looking over the Wellington city and harbour. And on this site, it's actually located a block back from the beach. Um, so there's no sea view here, but it uh, sits quite comfortably in the suburban neighbourhood context, which offers a privacy and a sense of protective, protective closure.
0: What other factors were considerations for the floor plan here? How does it occupy the site?
1: Well, the the house is pushed towards the south and east corner of the site and opens up to the north and the west. There's a central spine wall which um, clearly delineates private and public spaces. And the plan layout um, achieves a rational ordering of spaces with borders which um, allow a sense of protective closure, especially to the retreat spaces.
0: And while the house is sort of like a, you know, quite a clearly defined form, you know, with that pavilion reference, the the textural palette really does sort of create character here. Can you talk us through some of the materials used on the exterior?
1: Um, well, one initial aim is to uh, maintain a reduced material palette and um, also to um, achieve a continuity of that palette from uh, inside to outside. Uh, so the materials we've used here are a rich um, oil-stained um, cedar cladding, both in- inside and outside. The primary material is probably um, an insulated off-the-form bordered concrete, um, which gives a really um, sophisticated textural quality. And thirdly, there's uh, powder-coated aluminium uh, for secondary elements like windows and flashing work,
0: and with the in situ concrete towers, you know that sort of you know feature quite strongly in the in the exterior. Yeah, I really like that way they kind of like draw you in through the front courtyard, and then you kind of arrive at the clear story gallery where the joinery from First Windows and Doors sort of makes makes a welcome entry amongst these sort of solid forms. Can you tell us about the journey inside?
1: Well, the entry gallery acts as a as a, a sort of pivotal space between public and private areas, um, separated by a, a a spine wall of uh, off the form boarded concrete, um, so that separates uh, living and entertainment spaces from sleeping and utility spaces, and the double height clear clear story uh, provides a, a natural light to the centre of the house and. Also, ventilation, um, drawing air through high-level windows from the building perimeter.
0: Yeah, well, it's really nice actually how that um, the way the concrete has been treated, that texture, you know, having that continuing inside as a feature, and um, I really, yeah, really like the way that you've utilised that and in, through into the interior as well. Can you tell us through, tell us, talk us through how that palette translates inside?
1: I think there's a balance in the amount of concrete um used obviously in terms of uh aesthetic and uh, practical economic terms function yes <laughs> um, uh so there's considerable effort gone into the formation of certain concrete feature elements like the central spine wall and uh fireplace a double fireplace element, and all credit to the contractor for um, making that happen, which is a really uh challenging exercise and i guess i guess in concrete you you know formed concrete you get back out of it what you put into it in terms of effort and craft and it the concrete um has a sort of a haptic nature um you can hardly resist walking past it without running your fingers along it yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> um
0: For your clients needs in this situation you know with a modest footprint in mind there's some really clever delineation of space here like you know where life can sort of flow between rooms you can gather together in the kitchen you can sort of retreat to the office or the living area where there's the fireplace and also inside and out through the metro series stack of sliding doors Um, yeah I sort of like the way that you've kind of you can it feels like the journey sort of continues between inside and out really too.
1: Yeah, in in terms of glazing, um, there's a practical balance required um, aesthetically. And um, while the living space is quite generously glazed, um, there's also uh, effort made with um, smaller windows to provide a framed and more concentrated view to the exterior landscape.
0: Yeah, well, I I really like how you've... Approach that in the bedrooms um, where you do get these sort of different glimpses into, into zones from different angles, you know, like a small slot window or a larger picture window framing the bed and, you know, letting light in when you need it.
1: Yeah, it just pro- provides focus to the view rather than, you know, all you can eat. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> uh, like that. <laughs> uh, it's just specific moments where you're uh, providing a focus.
0: And also quite cleverly in the uh, lounge you've got that in situ window seat which actually sort of floats across the wind, fixed window.
1: Um, yeah, um, it's probably a three or four metre span across there. Um, it's sort of a no hands approach and that's quite a sunny spot obviously for private relaxing space um, with a lovely view over the sunken garden below.
0: Yeah, and it's nice that you get that sort of play of light in through under the window seat there, which isn't always, you know.
1: Yeah, that was originally a space that we were considering uh, locating the Baby Grand Piano, um, which was a specific request of the clients to house. But I guess the sun issues uh, moved the piano further inside. (laughs) Further into the... (laughs)
0: Into the depths of the house, yeah. Well, and and having that, yeah, I like the the way that sort of that area interacts with you know, and obviously they've got a lovely art collection with pieces that they perhaps wanted you to specify into the into uh, the plan as well.
1: Yeah, we we like to provide a, a canvas, if you like, for the owner to inhabit. We don't really um, uh, get too involved in furniture, or um, but we do certainly provide space for. Uh, um, Artwork within the uh, within each space.
0: Yeah, neat. And what outcomes of the project are you most pleased with?
1: Um, we feel it's a, um, represents a good example of a contemporary suburban New Zealand house, um, which offers a quality design product. Yeah,. Nice. and uh, a strong sense of permanence.
0: Thanks for joining us today, Richard. It was great to hear more about your Matipo project. Yeah, we looked forward to seeing what else is on the drawing board with Studio Pacific.
1: Lovely. It's a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us today. To see more from this home by Studio Pacific Architecture, visit firstwindows.co.nz.